you know, we went to the Silicon Valley and uh, we started pitching investors. And at that time, uh, I have to say that, you know, reception was not good. <laughs> People were like, hey, why would you need crypto as a business? So DAO was not a thing. Um, NFT were not a thing. DeFi was a very weird, I'm not even sure this acronym, this, this short word um, was actually existing. We were trying to sell crypto to SMBs to tech businesses, right? Which was a tall mistake, a tall failure. You know, if you start educating people around why they need your product, there's an issue. And it probably took us too much time to realize this. Um, and in the end, we decided after a few weeks and few months and all, and we decided to kill the product. Thank you for listening to this trailer. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode, please subscribe to our newsletter called Venture Notes. And before going into the episode today, here are some benefits about being a Venture Notes Premium member. First of all, do you know that premium members get their NFT member pass? This NFT will open the door to private access to events, content, and so much more yet to be designed. It's a long journey. The first 50 member access pass collection could be considered as the OG collection, the Genesis collection. And second of all, premium members are also invited to join our early stage startup syndicate called Olive Capital, where we mostly support pre-seed to Series A startups in the EU and in the US in B2B SaaS, crypto and consumer tech. We are embracing the model of a media-driven early stage investor. Please note that Olive Capital does not provide financial advice. You need to carefully consider your own financial situation and take a risk diversification approach. While the return profiles looks attractive, members are aware that venture capital is a very difficult asset class where all the invested capital is at risk. And now let's move into the show. The myth about pivots is that they are an exception. Something undesirable that happens because a startup went seriously awry and which you should strive to avoid. In reality, pivots are an integral part of the entrepreneurial process. Whether you're pivoting in the early days because you haven't found yet product market fit, or you're pivoting by reinventing yourself later on, all companies, if they're going to become and stay successful, are going to have two pivots. You have a brilliant idea, hopefully you're in the right place, at the right time, you execute like crazy, and it either works or it doesn't. So, how do you know when it's time to pivot? This is the case with Maltis, a startup building the financial backbone of crypto-native organizations, which has pivoted and experienced being kind of too early in its market. Mid-February 22, the French startup Maltis announced it had raised a 7 million USD funding round led by Sequoia Capital, about the firm's third investment in France after Penny Lane and Upway. Originally designed as a new bank for companies working with cryptocurrencies, the company has completely altered its product vision and it offers now the software layer helping Web3 organizations manage their crypto finances. Co-founded in 2018 by Thibaut Sagion, Y Combinator and eFounders alumni Multis is an all-in-one crypto finances management tool that works in concert with Gnosis, a highly trusted platform for managing digital assets on Ethereum. Sequoia Stefanitsan explains that Multis is uniquely positioned to provide a new generation of entrepreneurs with an all-in-one solution for cash flow and spend management. Thibaut recently declared to Tech.eu, DeFi companies, NFT studios or DAOs are cutting edge in terms of tech, but their business tools are prehistoric. Most crypto founders still struggle to perform basic financial operations that are essential to running a business, like getting visibility on cash flow. They end up creating their own solution, often a shared spreadsheet, in fear that their operational setup will fall apart and they'll end up losing money because they don't have a clear understanding of their finances or that team members will misuse the funds. 
in this episode number 56 of the Runway Series Originals podcast, Thibaut reflects on the early days and assumptions of Multis and shares with us his learnings from building to early in the dark a crypto company in 2019, the toxic validations they got early on, why they stopped building the product in order to pivot while experiencing a critical change in the co-founding team. Thibaut also shares his findings during the conversations he held with the VCs in their cap table as the company was facing tough challenges to find product market fit, and why vulnerability is key when building a transition plan, switching a challenge to an opportunity, and building a narrative. We also talk about how DAOs are reshaping the future of capitalism and the principal agent discrepancy, about how transparency is a means, a lever for higher trust, and the challenges to connect code-based decisions with IRL existence and objects. Finally, we discover the road ahead for Multis, Thibaut's take about hiring in Web3, and we learn about the next milestones for the Multis product. I am sure you will enjoy the episode. In this first part, we discover how everything started for Multis, the struggle of being early in B2B crypto in 2019, and about building in the dark, the first Multis product and the struggle to raise, while Multis stopped, and what they learned in order to pivot, as well as about managing the business when a co-founder parts ways. So um, I'm the CEO of, uh, of Multis. So Multis is an all-up, uh, is an all-in-one application to help web three organizations manage their, their crypto finances. Um, of course, uh, the way I introduced the company has changed a lot over the past months and years. Uh, it's pretty much the, the same story for, for most, uh, most startups, right? Um, we initially started the company in 2019, early 2019, with a very simple observation. Um, we knew that crypto was happening, that open finance was irrefutable, um, and that would be the new way for people and businesses to interact, to work together, a new form of social, or social and business organization. Um, so we basically decided to start with the most needed piece you need to start with when you're entering the space, which is a wallet. So that was the, the main observation. Companies, businesses, people, you know, joining forces together needed a wallet to get started to access this, this space. So it was all about opening access. Now, um, uh, very quickly, you know, with a bunch of slides, uh, very, very simple prototype, we, we Uh, so we initially started with the founders, right? Uh, which is a, um, a startup studio here in, the, in, uh, in Europe. So we, we got a bunch of slides. Uh, we got a first prototype. Um, there were not so many things working, of course, uh, pretty much broken. Um, and, and yeah, you know, very surprisingly, we started, you know, we went to the Silicon Valley and uh, we started pitching investors. And at that time, uh, I have to say that, you know, reception was not good. <laughs> People were like, hey, why would you need crypto as a business? So DAO was not a thing. Um, NFT were not a thing. DeFi was a very weird, I'm not even sure this acronym, this, this short word um, was actually existing at that time. I think it, it came up later. So basically everybody was saying, yeah, you know, crypto is not such a thing. It's a thing for trader. It's a scammy thing. You need it for drugs, to buy drugs. That was it. So, you know, this whole fundraising process in, the, in, 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 in San Francisco was like terrible, terrible. Um, the, until we receive, a, you know, we receive a, an email from, from Y Combinator 
telling us that we were accepted to the program, which was clearly something we never, never, never expected to happen. Um, so we went there and uh, we joined the program. We had like uh, two shirts and two, two pair of jeans and uh, one backpack. We initially thought we would, we would stay two weeks. You know, uh, we actually ended up staying much more than that until Demo Day. Um, we, you know, we hustled hard to build the first version of the product. We were actually the first, the first, the first, uh, I think the first team to integrate with Compound, which was one of the leading DeFi product before DeFi was even existing, right? So it's a lending protocol. Um, so the reason, you know, I'm, I'm sharing a little bit of this backstory to tell you guys that, you know, we were really in the dark. We knew that crypto was happening. We knew that business needed something. We decided to go with a wallet. Uh, we added some stuff and we really thought that we would be actually building um, a bank, like a crypto bank, as we used to say, a crypto bank. So it's basically your Conto account or your Mercury account built on crypto rails. We were trying to sell crypto to SMBs, to tech businesses, right? Which was a total mistake, a total failure. You know, if you start educating people around why they need your product, there's an issue. There's an issue. And it probably took us too much time to realize this. So we raised some funds, though. We keep building on the product, had some initial traction. Um, we, you know, we... We struggled a little bit to get our initial funding, right? Uh, or pre-seed after 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 YC. You know, a lot of company, a lot of angels, a lot of uh, alumni, a lot of uh, um, funds had been burned by the ACO craze in 2017. So we had a rough time, and I still remember me pitching during the day after YC, and you know, staying the night in this tenderloin city district in San Francisco where, you know, my neighbors were junkies. So that was a little bit of a tough time, but good memories though. So we raised funds. We ended up raising funds with, uh, with super cool investors, White Stack Capital, for example. Um, funding takes even more time because of COVID. Um, everybody like scared shitless by, by what was happening. Um, and in the end, we decided after a few weeks and few months and all, and we decided to kill the product. Um, one of the reasons why we were definitely too early for the B2B market uh, for crypto. So you could say that investors were not totally wrong, right? We had the vision that crypto was happening, that you know, people would need business tooling to build up their, you know, their companies and scale and hire people and make payments, et cetera. But truth is we were too early, very too early. Like, so early actually um and the reason why i'm telling this is that we decided to kill the product in late 2019 sorry 2020 so again we had a slow start um we grinded a lot in in 2020 september i think we decided to kill the product like we just stopped everything like in like 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 that could be in a tv show like like in stories we just dropped the pen and we just read for two weeks, we've been reading, like just reading. And then we went back to the, to the, to the whiteboard. We, I think we interviewed over than 150, yeah, more than 150 uh, entrepreneurs and finance managers in the space. Just to understand why we, you know, what we did wrong, why we were failing at, you know, delivering value to, to our users. Um, and truth is, first we, you know, or, or we, we made some technical mistakes. 
um, the positioning of the product was not right. We were trying to sell crypto to more mainstream people, and we were kind of, you know, turning a blind eye to the needs of actual crypto people, just like us, people who are struggling with, you know, very basic stuff like. I mean, it's it's crazy when you think about the 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 the, the anxiety of the of, of of crypto operators in the space. We are all building the future of tech, but we are doing so using. I mean, we're still living in a stone age. There's no tooling. There's just nothing. We just a bunch of MetaMask wallets, a bunch of spreadsheets. Um, you have to hire people to just log transactions. So you know, of course, it's not scalable when you start. You know, when you raise funds and you have more and more people, um, it's fucking mess, right? Um, and you know, surprisingly, um, we we were we were actually ignoring this. So after going through all those interviews, we realized that you know those people had three main issues. The first one is that they didn't have any visibility um, and to control of other crypto finances. So we're talking about Web three organizations here, crypto native people, crypto native organizations. And the third problem was that it was still super hard to not only buy crypto, but most importantly, sell it when you start generating fees. Because those guys, well, those DAOs, for example, that's maybe a topic we can talk about it later. Um, those DAOs still have to pay rent, to buy computers, to pay you know, AWS subscriptions and whatnot. So they have to find a way to uh, convert crypto back and forth. So we decided to focus on a th three main issues, which are really the building blocks of what you need as a company to, uh, you know, to, to, to have a sound financial setup and start scaling, right? So this is what we do. Um, so from, you know, to sum it up, we went from a kind of neobank approach where we were trying to do better than Mercury or Conto using crypto rails to a very specific niche-oriented management application, like financial application to help Web3 companies manage their cryptocurrencies. So we're mainly talk talking about you know, three things here. We help them gain, again, and I'm coming back to my previous point, visibility of the crypto finance. So we're talking reporting, dashboard, detailed transactions, um, everything you need to make informed decision regarding to your crypto finances. We help them with accounting, of course, because we get the data right. So this data can then, <coughs> sorry, seamlessly flow into accounting products. Um, we help them streamline the whole payroll process so they don't have to you know, spend up to 45 minutes to make crypto transactions. They can really do that in two minutes without needing an, an additional, you know, full-time employee to log those transactions after it's done. And we help them buy and sell cryptocurrencies very conveniently from a checking account, um, which will be live in, uh, in, uh, in two to three weeks. Uh, we are, it's already being tested. Um, so I probably, you know, uh, went sideways, um, if I remember your initial question, uh, but that's, that's it. That's basically the first, uh, the first, um, you know, the, 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 the last two years, um, one of the two things I can mention, though, because um, obviously 2020, if you're thinking about the product change, uh, 2021, sorry, was a tough year. You know, we started from scratch again. Um, 
we had a huge, huge, I mean, there was a huge change because we decided, so we, my co-founder and I decided to part, to, to part ways. Um, so Theo um, wanted a different lifestyle than being the CEO of a VC-backed company. Uh, so of, of course, you know, uh, there are, those are tough conversations. Uh, you know, this is the kind of moment where you feel super, you know, super vulnerable. Uh, you don't think you're going to make it. Um, and we probably took maybe one piece of advice here. We took too long to do it. We took too long to acknowledge that the working relationship was not working anymore. And it was probably detrimental, I mean, surely detrimental to the whole company, right? Um, as I always say, I, you know, I have tremendous respect for Theo because in the end we decided to to live in, in very amicable terms and, you know, he never endangered the company. Um, so we were able to, you know, um, hit the ground running as soon as he left the company. Um, we built a new product in a few weeks. Um, of course, when, you know, you have all this anxiety and frustration away, well, you're much more, you're faster, you're more focused. It's like, a, you know, ending a relationship that is not working anymore you feel much better off then and you go back to work. And we did so. We built the first product. We had a few DAOs joining the, joining the beta, the beta program. Um, and, you know, initial traction, we, for the first time, we really saw that something was clicking. Thank you for listening to this trailer. And if you'd like to listen to the full episode, please subscribe to our newsletter called Venture Notes. And amongst a few other things, such as discount codes to events and tools, you get early access to our upcoming podcast agenda and full replays. See you very soon on Venture Notes, venturenotes.co.